Hey, everybody, and welcome to London. The Action Sports Jacks pile on with Brent and Dan. Loses Dan once again. Yep. In, in fact, we replace him with two people, Stuart Weber and Marcel Robinson here in London. Don't let that go uh, to his head, it, though, that it takes two people to replace it, him. It really doesn't. No, it really doesn't. Uh, uh, but that's twice now that we've done that. It was Beaten Bond Burrish that replaced Hicken uh, on one of the podcasts. But either way, um, Hicken has gone to London once, and he said that's it. One and done. Uh, a couple years ago, he made the trip, cross it off the bucket list. But we are here, a seven-and-a-half-hour flight, uh, just about. Actually, a little quicker than uh, past trips, it felt like, on the they flight. They the fast lane. They made good I, time. I think they yeah. did. Uh, we got in early to Heathrow. Uh, Marcel Robinson's first trip to London. How was the flight? Uh, flight wasn't bad. You know, didn't get as much sleep as I probably would have liked, but I, I think we'll manage. Weber's, uh, he does this, like feels twice a year i mean whether it's flying to japan or london or you get a nap in weber i would do it more if you guys didn't complain so much about me wanting to travel the globe a little bit uh no i i, I slept a couple hours i uh, should have slept more yeah that's it listen there is no getting around it uh, for people we're, we're at the jags practice right now and it's uh, almost one o'clock in london which makes it what uh, eight o'clock back home on a friday and this is a tough deal. I mean, to get on that flight yesterday at about 5 o'clock, 7 hours and 45 minutes, uh, we landed about 6.30 a.m. London time. You get to the hotel about 9 a.m., uh, right near Wembley Stadium, and then you kind of get freshened up, do whatever you want to do, grab a snack, and then these guys, I mean, we don't have to do anything. We're just no. reporting on it. But I'm saying for these guys, they have to kind of get themselves ready to practice. It's a light workout. But still, uh, to play in this two days later after you land, it's, it's quite a challenge. I know the key for us is powering through Friday. And yeah. I'm sure it's the same for these players. You get you get through the Friday, you get through a little bit of a, a sweat out on the field, and your body gets a little right. It gets, it gets more used to it for Saturday and Sunday, which is when it obviously matters on Sunday. So I think if they just power through this day, that gets them in the right place for the weekend. Yeah, I think Blake Bortles will tell you a little bit about it too. Uh, earlier in the week he said, you know, about Friday afternoon-ish you want to take a nap and you really just can't. you got to push through it so to that point. But uh, it, it's tough. I mean, Marcel Robinson claims to be the best athlete in our department. I'm not ready. I'm not giving any leeway to him. I, I'm just not giving anything up. Podcast, he is a little bit younger. roll my eyes. Yeah, but <laughs> Uh, can you imagine? I, I That is one thing I say. I can't imagine having to play a football game in two days after making this trip. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, even like so a couple of the players we were talking to earlier, they just said, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things. You just got to deal with it. Um, but ha- having done it before and kind of having that process is, is something that they're hoping that's going to help them. Yeah, and I'm not as big a believer as a lot of people are. I think it's a nice mental edge for these guys to say we've done it before, so it helps us out. Uh, I don't think it's a game-changing helper. Um, but, you know, hey, bottom line is the Jags have got off to good starts the last couple of years against teams that had not played in London, and they are playing a Baltimore team who's never played in London. So it might let you acclimate a little bit and, and have a little more legs than your opponent because you've done it before. At least the Jags have kind of proven that the last couple of years. I think almost as big of an advantage as much as the fatigue and learning how to deal with it is knowing how to play on Wembley. Yeah. Having played at that stadium – is such a huge help because it's not a football stadium. It is a slick, slippery soccer surface. Soccer players like the field to be nice and wet. They like it, the ball to glide across the gla- the grass, and it does there. Mm-hmm. And it certainly is a different feeling when you're walking out there. You almost think it's fake grass if you're walking on it for the first time. 
And to be used to that, I think, is a bigger a bigger deal, if you ask me. Yeah, I think that's a good point, too. I mean, uh, and, and think about it from a Jacks perspective, and really the Ravens, too. But the Jacks perspective, they want to run. So for Leonard Fournette, it's all about how comfortable he is on this football field, uh, on that surface. And, uh, you know, that sounds like a trivial thing to a lot of people. But, I mean, you can go back to the test of time. If you were playing on hard concrete AstroTurf, or if you were playing on a grass surface, or now you play on the field turf, it's different for a running back and really every one of these guys. Yeah, I think and I think not even just for the running backs. I mean, for every position, the wide receiver, defensive end, offensive line, just getting your footing is going to be so difficult. It's going to be harder for receivers to cut on routes. It's going to be harder for defensive ends to plant their foot in the ground. Um, it's just something that, uh, like like Stewart said, it, it, it them kind of knowing and being a little bit familiar with the surface, but for the guys that haven't, it's going to be a tough task. Of course, back in the day, you had one pair of shoes. Yeah. Nowadays, you've got like three different cleats of different cleat lengths of different cleat types that you can bust out no matter what the conditions are. So uh, that's an advantage for the players of, of now. Hey, you know what else is going to be interesting? It always is. It's kind of like a Super Bowl um, crowd. It, it, it feel, you have all 32 teams represented. It's, but, confu- it's a confusing crowd. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it can be. I, we, we have seen the number of Jags fans grow, though, over the last few years when we've come here compared to year one and two, now to year four, and, and we'll see on, on Sunday about year five of this uh, venture to London on an annual basis for the Jags. But I have heard the Baltimore Ravens are bringing a bunch of people, so keep an eye on that. I'm, I'm not sure this is going to sound like that typical home crowd because it was a home crowd for the Jags the last couple of years. Again, it's not a ruckus 83,000 in favor of the Jags, but you can see there are more Jags fans. They're waving the Jags flag just to be a part of it, and they're rooting for the Jags for the majority of the people. I'm not sure we're going to get that this week. What do you think, cheaper flight from D.C. to London than it is from uh, Jacksonville to London? Well, I think there's... I'd uh, say that's a safe bet. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just for a team like that, for Baltimore, now that they've done this for a while, to have it as a novelty, like the novelty's worn off for the Jags. Sure, it's you a, know this does this feels like just a normal yeah. deal now. So I mean, even for us, uh, this is my fourth time covering it in five years. I mean, you kind of know where to go, and you, now for you, Marcel, this is his first trip over. That's this is cool, you know. And so think about it from a Baltimore perspective. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make a road trip this year, if you're a Baltimore fan, you're going to this why one? not try yeah. to make this one, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say that's a. I, if I was a Baltimore fan, and and they already have a pretty loyal fan base. I mean, even when they came here to play in Jacksonville, there was more purple than an Orlando City soccer game, you know, down in Orlando. I mean, it, it but as a, from a fan perspective, if there's one game that I'm circling on my list, it's not only just because it's London, but I mean, it, it's something new. It's something different. We're dropping soccer references. I love all these soccer references on the podcast. I come on and suddenly everybody wants to talk about the beautiful game. It's it's a magical thing, my friend. Well, it's an appropriate place to do it. And speaking of, all right, let's get away from the football game for a bit because we'll break that down all weekend on we'll CBS 47 and Fox tomorrow. 30. We're not breaking down Fulham's oh. match. But <laughs> I was it ready. looks like I was ready to. we might be able to go to Fulham's match tomorrow. Yeah. I have no idea who they're playing. Do you? Middlesbrough. Middleburg? No, not the Broncos. <laughs> Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Borough. Uh, so, uh, well, we've been to Fulham before. Fantastic place, Craven Cottage. And... Uh, it looks like we'll get a chance to go. You're a soccer guy a little bit, Marcel. You excited about that? Yeah, I, I do on a little bit of soccer. You know, I, I'm not. I would say I'm a little bit more than average knowledge, but it should be fun. I mean, the cool thing about soccer is it's not even just about the game. I mean, the atmosphere at soccer games is sometimes you know not comparable to anything. I mean, you just go there and it's just one big party. And I mean, 
I like to party a little bit. Yeah, I bet you do. We can. We really. You can pick. There's so many different uh, uh, soccer clubs that have their home pitches. <laughs> Are you liking this? Yeah, yeah you're, you're, I'm, you're I'm working it. hard here. You're doing it big. Uh, but there, like, kind of in the vicinity is what There's I'm getting about, at. You could go to a bunch of them, but obviously, Shotcon owns Fulham and yes. Fulham again. Craven Cottage to me. I love the place. I mean, it reminds me of Fenway Park or Wrigley Field or one of those it kind of places historic. from a baseball standpoint. I mean, you got to have be on a diet to, to fit through the turnstile. It's you remember how small those things were? Extremely small, and luckily that won't be an issue for any of us. But like you were saying, uh, about five or six teams in the Premier League, five or six teams in the second league, which is what Fulham competes in, that are based in London. Uh, one other match in London tomorrow would be West Ham United taking on Tottenham Hotspurs. Ah, and we do have a couple of folks that are going to that one uh, that a, are associated with the... It's a nooner. That's a 12.30 game. and uh, rather go support Fulham. Yeah, and, and Fulham actually won, what were they, one win away from... A couple wins. A couple wins away from getting they, back they up made in it, the They made it to the, the uh, promotion playoff a year ago. Uh, but that's but they, a big deal because they really haven't been good lately. Correct, uh, and they finished sixth in the regular season standings a year ago. Top two automatically get a spot up into the Premier League, and then three through six battle royale for one more spot. So now this year they want to end up in that top two so they don't have to worry about the playoff. Uh, we'll see. Right now they're middle of the pack. Uh, two wins, four draws, two losses. We are breaking down full. Wow. Look at this. I mean, how I do managed you know to, this I stuff? managed to get this to work. What do you how mean? do you know this stuff? How do you not know this? I mean, this is this is common knowledge stuff right here. Watch out for that hornet. Yeah, I know. we got a bees in London, oh, apparently, here as we sit at Alliance Stadium, Alliance Park. Park. Uh, this is a rugby stadium we're it in, is. actually. That's where the Jags have practiced the last couple Saracens of years. Saracens plays here. Not Gene. <laughs> oh, not Gene. Okay. Good golf reference yeah, there on uh, Tour Championship weekend. Yeah. Uh, all right, Marcel, your first trip over here. We've been seeing Big Ben, Buckingham Palace. Uh, is it Kensington Palace? Yeah. Is it Kensington Palace? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've seen the Tower of London. Mm-hmm. Um, all cool places. You got anything on your hit list? Uh, you know, it's funny thinking about it through the whole weekend, talking to a few people. All those are on the list, but I did kind of hear a rumor. I'm not whether sure whether it's true or not but i heard that the uh tower of london apparently the bell's not working really which might what? be a bit of a disappointment um it's under construction apparently i don't know if that's ah. true or not but i'm hoping it's just a rumor rather than fact yeah i hope so here's one other thing about london which is i always tell people when they ask about london i said money just oozes off the walls in london which means it costs you like eight dollars for a six ounce diet coke and a cup of coffee and all those things but you can just see all thanks the money for covering those by the way yeah, you, you got it uh but the, what, one cool thing about all that is the cars. I mean, the, you walk up and down the street or, you, or you're on the street driving on the wrong side of the road, and it's like superstar Carville. But you won't be seeing Marcel's pickup truck out here in, uh, in London. <laughs> no, not too many you're pickup not, not going to see the big, big old pickup truck. Definitely. I have not seen one GMC Sierra on the road. And I'm not, also not sure one would fit. On the road. It wouldn't fit on these roads. It's, uh, but no, what, your point is valid in that there are a lot of, uh, there are some cool cars when you get into the city, uh, and then when you get out into the like the burbs like we're in right now, they all look, they all look like the exact same car. You know, you, you all just kind of look like that Ford Focus kind of look to it, mm-hmm. where it's kind of bubbly in the back, and I don't know. But when you're in the city, that's when you get to see the cool cars. That's so. when you get to see some yeah, really cool, like the, like the million dollar cars. It's like you're driving around that, that part of town center with the four nice restaurants. When you're in that area, over there by like yeah, uh, J. Alexander's and Capitol Hill, yeah, you, you see the nice cars down there, and then 
Uh, you see me on the other end by the Taco Bell, and you're that's like, right. now this is my kind of people. That's well, where you hang. That's where I hang. That's right. It's appropriate, yeah. too. Value meal. Uh, a couple other nuggets. Um, it's beautiful here in London. Uh, you were not getting, no, it's 48 degrees when we landed on Friday morning, but, and that's about it. That's as low as it's going to get. The sun is shining. I mean, it's gorgeous. Feels like we're in New England in the fall, really. Um, so this is a you little so? different than, uh, <laughs> than, than London weather. I mean, we usually get a little yeah, rain. No, you usually got to wear sweaters. and overcast, and it's gorgeous not a sky cloud in the sky right at the moment in kickoff i don't think we have any threat of rain it's supposed to be 70 degrees uh, which these guys welcome because they've been in the 90s in jacksonville and and talking about how hot it's been as have uh, we yes have we uh but they we don't have uh, football pads on um and the cameras on our shoulders true yeah. the mayor is here yeah. uh mayor lenny curry he flew with the team uh, uh some members of the chamber is here are here as well so uh, they'll be doing their thing and obviously trying to get some business back to Jacksonville and, and create some partnerships, something they've done really for a handful of years now. To bring so, it back to Fulham, by the way, they no longer have Visit Florida on their, their right. jerseys as the sponsors. They moved on to something else. I don't know what it was, but Visit Florida <laughs> is no longer the jersey sponsor, the kit sponsor, as they say. We can't stop talking soccer. No, you can't. We're here for a football game, not pushing a football my, pushing game. Pushing my agenda. They say when in Rome, I guess. Yeah. When in London. <laughs> when in London. Uh, as for the players we talked to, they said they're going to go shopping a little bit. There's plenty to do there. It's a fashion uh, place. Marcel's going to do that too. Yeah. The, you, the, you going shopping, Marcel? You know, I'm. I'm doing my best. I'm gonna. I'm gonna refrain. I'm gonna keep my hands in my pockets <laughs> to make sure that we return home with the exact amount of clothing that we traveled with. Not you know, a problem for me. Uh, do they have an old navy here? Just curious. Uh, probably. Yeah, I know yeah. they have like a banana republic. It, nah, that's too much. By the way, uh, Marcel, you're, you're no danger of spending money considering you didn't bring any pounds. <laughs> you came to London and you didn't bring pounds. I think I've done that in years past. Look, I've got some right here in my pocket. I've you know, jingled it by the podcast. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what money sounds like here. All right. Hey, that's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. We may try to throw a couple more of these in. Uh, usually we do it once every week. Um, on Mondays uh, with Hicken, talk uh, college football. contract that he can only do once a week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he doesn't seem to be around. This one might wait till Tuesday because we're obviously flying back late on uh, Sunday night into Monday morning. Uh, but we'll have a lot to talk about college football Saturday. Uh, Sunday, of course, with the Jags. And then uh, tonight, if you're listening on a Friday, We've got the Friday Night Blitz, Bartram and St. Augustine yeah, that's the, amongst that's, the games. That's the big one, of course. As you know, in history, Bartram Trail has never beat St. Augustine High School. And Bartram Trail has been really good over their, Incredible. what is it, 18-year history. Yep. And 0 and 18, I think it's 18. 0 and 17. 17. Yep. I don't want to get ahead of myself for Coach Sutherland. But uh, we'll see what happens uh, in that matchup. That'll be that'll be a fun one. And, of course, a, a full full week of the Blitz coming up that's right monday tuesday high school football uh, our thoughts with the johnson family and everyone at fleming island of course uh what happened there this week uh the passing of that young man they'll be playing a football game there um on ridgeview. friday night yeah. as well um against ridgeview and then of course bartram and st augustine we'll have a lot of the games covered we'll have a report from london we'll have you covered all weekend long and we'll keep uh, an eye on how much money marcel robinson spends at We're the stores <laughs> here in London. Cash, no pounds, no pounds, of course. For Marcel Robinson and Stuart Weber, I'm Brent Martineau. From London, should I say it, across the pond. Got to get We're, it in at We're least trying once. to minimize how many times we say across the pond. Well, there it is. Uh, that is the Action Sports Jacks pile-on with Brent and Dan and Stuart and Marcel. We got to change the Have a good weekend.